Welcome, my friend, to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organizations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management, but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people, and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Next Level Change Success. My name's Therese, and I'd like to acknowledge that I am recording on Tharoor country today, pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land on which I am recording. So today I'm going to talk about the change ecosystem in organizations, and it is really relevant because it is having an impact on your change success in an organization, your ability to adapt, Many people are talking about this because oftentimes we just like to silo and compartmentalize things, but everything is connected in organizations. It's like an ecosystem in and of itself. It's like a living organism. It has its own culture, has its own way of working. Now, we're going to start with some areas that I think are really, really important. Now, prior to this episode, I've talked about the diamond of change effectiveness and I talked about it from a perspective of the four elements of design, project management, change management and leadership. Now that's within a program context. Now what I want to do is rather than have a 2D kind of diamond concept is actually flesh it out. So you know diamonds are a girl's best friend they say and certainly when I was shopping for wedding rings um, with my other half Uh, I had no idea as to what a good diamond was or wasn't and I certainly learned a lot through that process when going to certain places when they talked about the clarity, the cut, everything uh, affected the look and the feel of each diamond and it's when I realized actually each diamond is quite unique and it's no different in organizations. This ecosystem and the complexity of it is actually what makes an organization, it differentiates each organization from the other and of course in the heart of that around uh, the concept of diamonds is the, the clearer the diamond is the better the clarity the greater the quality and it really does ring true that concept for organizations the clearer you are on your strategic priorities the simpler the concepts uh, the focus more focus so the finer the edges the better the cut the more clarity the more appealing it looks, uh, but also the more it is valued and the more value it holds. And it's very much when I'm talking about this ecosystem, we're going to talk about the different cuts, okay, the different reflections, the different aspects of this diamond, which creates your organization uh, in its entirety and creates that clarity and therefore holds value. So let's get into some of the different cuts, right? The different areas for your organization when it comes to the uh, change diamond, 
and but also the change ecosystem and what that looks like is the thing I'm going to start with which is your organizational culture now many times I feel like people are kind of two-dimensionalizing culture if that is a word two-dimensionalizing but certainly simplifying culture uh, based on leadership qualities or a culture diagnostic and culture is more complex than that it is it has more aspects to it more nuances to it and it's more than just five values six values three values that your organization holds uh, the concept of uh, culture is that it's a, your organization is a living organism and the whole concept of culture which is at the center of this diamond is that you need to be clear on what your organization stands for and it needs to be clear as to the values that your organization recruits to so you end up having people with similar culture value sets, but different diversity. So different mindsets, different genders, different backgrounds, religions, ethnicity, all of those aspects are really critical to have that diversity within your organization so that you can have a lot more conversation at the table, challenge each other respectfully, get best outcome for customer and for your staff in many cases, um, not being mutually exclusive in those two fronts. So the culture and the organization in and of itself being a living organism is critical that there's a leadership cohort who essentially are custodianing that culture and that they realize that actually the cultural aspects, doesn't matter what you have in your strategy if your culture's not uh, a concept of together, working together, passionate, aligned, uh, respectfully challenges, uh, you know, committed to development of its people and progression and understanding and the flexibility and growth mindset that you need in an organization for change to flourish. When you have a, a positive culture, when you have a, a collaborative culture, uh, change tends to do better and it tends to flourish more in a customer-centric organization versus people who are potentially sitting at the table with their own interests first. And so very much in um, humanitarian areas, change really flourishes because it's about people. And that's not even a question at the table. The focus is make sure our people are good because we know it's going to help productivity. We know they're going to be focused. We know we're going to get better outcomes. And so the focus really is around people. And that's the perfect match for change to be part of an organization and to be a discipline in an organization like that. So culture at the center, but let's talk about some of the different cuts and aspects. Um, let's talk about strategy. And the area of strategy in an organization is critical to that forward thinking. And it really is relevant to the effectiveness of change because the strategy area really sets the platform around priorities, areas of focus, identifies areas of opportunity, and essentially kind of builds the pipeline of work, whether it be delivered in a BAU business as usual context or whether it's delivered through programs. So there is a really strong link between organizational change and the strategy area. And you also have your governance area, which is could be sitting in your risk area. It could be sitting in if you've got a program related area, they may be responsible for governance. It might sit more in an, in an office of the CEO type uh, role. 
there needs to be governance within a and discipline within an organization so that there is a way up of risk and opportunity and the link there from a change perspective in a change ecosystem perspective is that governance normally provides visibility of what is happening in an organization whether it be from a business as usual perspective or a program perspective and really when looking at that 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 visibility is critical now, change can, can link into existing visibility, but oftentimes when I've gone into organizations, there has been no visibility. So there hasn't been a, a, a this is what's happening in every single business area, uh, the work that's being undertaken, which means that you're kind of flying blind when you're introducing change because you don't know what's happening in, across the organization. You don't know what you can actually uh, jump on the back of and actually say okay well my initiative why don't we link it into this key messaging this month because it makes sense to do that so stronger organizations who uh, can be more agile and adaptable have that visibility and that and through their governance structures they monitor that uh, there's discipline around engagement they're able to switch up plans and reprioritize because the plan exists in the first place so a really important aspect of that diamond uh, around governance and visibility of the work taking place across the organization. Now I'm going to touch on the other areas that if not healthy, that the clarity on that diamond is going to be compromised. So let's talk about uh, CX customer experience, how that happens, how the research happens in an organization around customers and what the customer wants and also the customer journey mapping of this is the typical customer journey or this is a typical staff member journey in an organization so that the change aspects if you're going to be touching on customers you have that that context and that blueprint of well these, these are the existing pain points it makes it easier to communicate and to understand where the change sits across those processes so if that's not healthy in your organization again if the clarity isn't there, then you're going to find a bit of murkiness in your diamond, right? So important to have a look at from a, a CX perspective, you know, what's happening in that area and how mature is it. When looking at communications, now that might be internal or external, uh, certainly the health of how well cu customers and clients are communicated with and, and over many, many years of working across multiple organizations, one of the biggest pain points is around data data integrity, um, for mail outs, for emails, for SMSs, for all of the different aspects now, even applications now coming to the fore when it comes to typical um, customer interactions now. So that, that data integrity really fundamentally uh, does impact the customer experience a lot. But when looking at communications and marketing and informing customers as to this is what's happening, that one-to-one -one communication, which most organizations, if not all organizations, really strive to achieve and to get really effective cut through. And with community, if those areas aren't healthy, it's going to compromise your outcome. So if you're finding that you've had, say, big staff turnover, if you've had a struggle in adaptability in those areas to new digital experiences, for example, and there's not enough investment in that, um, to really get cut through with customers or community, then you're going to struggle when you're introducing change into those groups. So it is worth an investment and a bit of a health check in that area. Once again, if not clear, then it's going to become murky and going to compromise the diamond for yourself. So we talked about the communications ecosystem 
element insofar as marketing, but let's also make sure that we cover off the internal communications aspect because that's just as critical, if not more so, for your staff and staff engagement. And you will find it has a big impact on it. So one of the key things that we want to make sure is that your internal communications channels are clear, that they're engaging, and that staff are seeing a shift. And certainly when we saw the most recent pandemic take place and move to hybrid, a lot of staff felt quite disconnected. So the internal communication space becomes even more critical in making sure that engagement is optimized because they are the channels that change managers typically use to communicate any sort of staff changes. So if your internal communications isn't healthy in the ecosystem of the organization, then that is going to compromise the outcomes from a change perspective. I have gone into organizations and had to essentially scoop in those areas and work with them around improving and uplift and certainly aligning, especially if you're doing transformation work. So it is really key to make sure that your cooperation and your working together with those areas is optimal to make sure that the change really does embed and take place because there's no point having different internal communications messaging when you're trying to introduce change. Okay, so we'll move on to the next aspect. Your learning and capability area. So how much you're investing into, uh, you know, if you haven't called it anything else at the moment, into the training area, um, the, how that works in your organization, the monitoring of it, um, the aspects of building a capability uh, forum or a capability profile for roles across your organization. If you haven't invested in that, again, uh, over time you're going to find as you're trying to put more and more change in, that's going to become a bigger and bigger gap and a bigger pain point for you. And as I mentioned before, if you're very focused on your people, these are the areas that you're going to invest in. And when you invest in them, they're going to also be the areas that are going to give you the best return on investment when the pressure's on and when you actually have to improve capability. And if you think about even currently with the pandemic, the move to hybrid ways of working, there's a different staff profile that you need if your organization is not used to working in a hybrid way. So therefore, you really do need to have a look at, well, how do we invest in that capability development in and of itself for those people? We need strong communicators. We need people who can cut through online. We need people who know how to facilitate workshops online, facilitate meetings online, um, where minutes are taken you know, and and the whole minute taking discipline, action discipline, like things need to be really robust to go to hybrid working and be effective. Then looking at the overall people engagement in your organization. So I talked a bit about your culture and obviously part of that is around how you measure your staff engagement, how you measure the alignment regarding, you know, uh, living to purpose within your organization uh, have everyone having a sense of purpose when they come to work, feeling that they're supported in that, developed in that, that they work collaboratively with their colleagues. All of those aspects and the sense of belonging around people engagement is really critical. It's a critical cut of your diamond. If you find that you have poor engagement indicators coming up, if you have a bit of a chasm between staff and leaders, or you have a chasm between one group and another group in your organization, then you're going to struggle to get outcomes and you need to lean into that. 
to strengthen that cut, to recut that aspect of the diamond so that it really does shine because it will compromise once again your change outcomes. So change in and of itself. Now the, the aspect I haven't really touched on, I'll touch on it briefly because I'm going to touch on it last, is your program environment and the program discipline. If you have put change into that area of your organization or if that's where it's starting to take form as a discipline when talking organizational change all of the areas that i've just mentioned your cx area learning area your people and culture area which is probably primarily responsible for your people engagement your communications marketing you've got the, the four aspects in this diamond of design you've got the aspect of project management change management leadership the organization culture which was at the center of the diamond so if it's if it's cloudy in and of itself it's always going to impact the the ability of that refraction from your diamond right uh, of the sunlight coming through that diamond it's not going to look clear because your culture is murky so these are the aspects which are really really important and project management is one of those so we talked about the two-dimensional model um, but certainly when looking at the more complex ecosystem and the more complex diamond that we've got here, then certainly it does play a big role. So if it's not strong, if it's not clear, if it's not focused, if it's not adding value, if it's just notional, then you are absolutely going to struggle um, when looking at your change outcomes. So where do we go from here? Probably like Teresa just threw a whole bunch of things at me around the change diamond and this whole concept of clarity and all these different areas. And if you go on to myvirtualchangemajor.com into the blog post around the change diamond, you know, multiple aspects, the ecosystem, you're going to see uh, the visual, the diagram. I'll link to it in this podcast. So just scroll down and click on that link and you'll see the visual. Have a look at these different areas and see how they work. What areas are strong or weak? So where, where are you finding that there might be weak links in your diamond or where it might be a bit cloudy? And think about the areas because changes I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, we don't live on an island. Like change is part of an organization's fabric and certainly it might be introduced in a different way where essentially you kind of outsource or, and then you insource the change capability but it needs to sit within the ecosystem and needs to be consciously led such that it is understood as a partnership area, uh, which can work with other areas and help bring together all of these different aspects and bring to the fore these discussions to get better outcomes. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's keep chatting. We talked about next level change success and this is how you can take it there is to think about this change, multi-dimensional change diamond and think about the different areas in your organization that you can help influence to get better outcomes. And just remember that change matters because your people matter. Have a great day.